Hello, this is Malcolm Johnson from NRail blog located on Blogspot. That's n-rail.blogspot.com. And I had a chance to interview Rios Tam, Hong Kong resident and model railroader. It was a fun interview. We've been trying to set up for a while. If you want to play along at home, uh, his YouTube channel is on YouTube. You just look up Rios Tam, R-I-O-S. T-A-M. And you can also look him up on Instagram, which is also Rios Tam. And uh, it was a fantastic interview, and I, I really learned a lot from him, and I hope to talk to him again in the future. So without further ado, here is the interview. Thank you. Rios, thank you very much for joining. <laughs> yeah, okay. So first question, when, when did your love of trains start, and how long have you been working on them? Maybe you, you won't believe this. <laughs> <laughs> I just started this hobby, I think, a year ago. One year? Wow. Yeah. That's a, yeah. a lot of work in one year. But, but of course, I love the train when I'm young. Mm-hmm. But I can't afford the, this hobby because it costs a lot of money. Right. Until I That's go to work. The, yeah. The, until I go to work and I find this hobby, is not that expensive as I think. Then I try to do some research, and then I start. And do you mind uh, if I ask how old you are right now? 27. 27, okay. Yeah. And um, so when we talked earlier, uh, you said you had more than one layout. Uh-huh. Uh, how big are the layouts uh, in general, approximately? You mean my main, the, the main one? The main one, yeah. Two times one meters. Okay. So it's, yeah. it's a pretty substantial spot. Uh, you have a lot of a lot of space to kind of work with there. <laughs> not not <laughs> really. All, not really. All relative. <laughs> um, and you you have this in a? Are you in an apartment? Yes, in my home. Okay. And then you mentioned that you uh, had another layout uh, at your girlfriend's place. Yes. Actually, before we start we start this main layout. We try to do some practice first, mm. and and we try to we start on some small display layout first. Just use a plastic box. It's very very small, just 10 cm times 5 cm, something like that. Mm-hmm. Then we try everything. Try the painting. Try how to place the ballast, and we try to make hills, make trees and grass. After that, we try some s- small layouts. Photo displays one, the train cannot run. It's just a fake one. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. But we that start... Uh, sorry? Oh, I said that makes sense, you know, doing a, a practice, you know, layout first yeah. to get everything kind of worked out smart. Yeah, but the, f- the view is very good. <laughs> <laughs> we, we feel very exciting when we finish the first one. <laughs> So your girlfriend worked with you on it? Yes. That's great. That's uh, yeah. you don't you don't find that often in the hobby. I don't hear that often. <laughs> you know, on <laughs> on model rail radio, it's always you know someone is is doing the train, and then you know there's usually what they call management, <laughs> which is that person's <laughs> partner <laughs> that they have to yeah. request you know space to do the train or time to do the train. So it's nice to hear that there is a, a couple doing a train. And so... Yeah, um, I'm lucky. Did you, <laughs> <laughs> did you both work on the, the main layout together as well? 
Yes, all the layout thing we work together. That's great. Yeah, and actually, I'm not very good at art. She is better than me. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> well, that's one thing that I do hear from time to time is that you know that there may not be a partner that is interested in the train part necessarily, but they like the buildings or you know some of the other aspects of of the layout. So I do hear that sometimes, but. It's nice that I uh, think both both of us love mini leisure. Hmm. We love some small things. To watch, yes, it looks really great. Uh, that's great. So let me answer back your question. <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah, that's great. We start. We have two small layouts actually. Two of them is the same size. I think around 60 times 35 cm, and we use the mini p. He made track of cartos and atomics to build the layout. Okay. But uh, only small train or tram can run on it. And uh, we oh. make it inside a plastic box <laughs> just, just for storing clothes. Do, do you know this box? Such storage um, box. Oh, right. Okay. So a small, uh, small plastic storage box. Yes. Then we, we can uh, move it around, it is portable, and we can uh, cover it when we don't play, then we can prevent the dust. You also passed along a, uh, a great tip uh, for me at one point, this cool uh, cover that you did to, to stop the dust as well. Um, yes. On the other layout, that was great. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's very, very important. To have a cover? Yes, because it's very difficult for you to clean up the things. Right, and you're working in N scale, correct? Yes. Right. So, yeah, even even harder to get in those little little areas. <laughs> Actually, we play some XO scale, but mainly for N scale. So, so after that two layouts, then we move to the main one. <laughs> okay, so you did two two layouts before the main layout. Yes. Are you mixing the the Kato and Tomix track, or is it one layout has Kato and one layout has Tomix? One is Kato, one is Tomix. Okay. Which one do you prefer? Mm, it just depends. Right. Because in I'm I I live in Hong Kong, mm-hmm. so Tomix is not very common in Hong Kong. Mm. A- actually, most of the Hong Kong guys love Tomix because the quality and the outlook is better than Carlos. Huh, but, okay. Uh, yeah, it's true. <laughs> it looks more real. Mm-hmm. If you compare them, the Tomix one is more thin, then when you place the Bartix, then it looks more real. Mm. But, Interesting. Uh, big, yeah, but the Cardo is more common here, and the price is cheaper. Ah, right. Yeah. So uh, finally we, we choose Carlos, because we can buy it easily, and I have a hobby shop just underneath. Then I can go to buy anything when I need it. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, um, oh, you mentioned uh, you know the other other people that are doing uh, modeling. Are mm-hmm. you part of any uh, groups there in Hong Kong, or or do you just uh, do the hobby with your girlfriend, or do you do you Only go on with any other girlfriend? Okay. No, no, yeah. So sometimes, um, you know, there's, you know, people who, they have a small layout at home, 
then they want to work larger or or be with a you know a larger group of people. You know, there's an outside group that they belong to as well. But I'm in the same boat. I don't I don't do anything but the stuff I do by myself, <laughs> just because it's so hard to get out of the house for me. <laughs> Actually, I did some modular layout as well. You okay. know, modular. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Once I entry this hobby, then I know a group of friends. Then sometimes we'll bring out some modular layout and form a brick circle. Then we can play mm-hmm. it together. But these different things. Right. So I think yeah. that's that's pretty common in, in Asia, correct? There's, there's groups of people who don't necessarily have room at their apartment or home, uh, but they'll get together with other people and, and set everything up for the day you know, mm-hmm. play trains for, for the day and then pack everything away, you know, until yes. yes. I've seen some pretty amazing uh, photos of giant uh, giant rooms just filled with track and people just running trains around, and, and it looks very interesting. <laughs> so on, um, on your main layout, mm-hmm. you have uh, a, lot of, a lot of things going on in a relatively small space. Uh, how did you how did you plan that out? Did you did you draw it, uh, or did you use a program to to plan out the the layout? Yes, I use a software. Uh, should be called WinTrack 3D. Oh, did Wind you, track. I, okay, WinTrack. Okay, WinTrack. Okay. Yeah. And, I just uh, use it to to decide the track only. Okay. I just oh, sorry, go do it by my imagination. <laughs> okay. So did you? Uh, did you set the track down first, and then just move around as far as uh, what would fit in the in the various spaces? Yes. Interesting. Okay. That's one of the things that I was, you know, playing around with when I was doing mine was, uh, you know, do I do mm-hmm. the do I do everything at one time, or do I do the track and then fit things in? And and I kind of went with the the same way that that you mentioned, where did the track first, and then kind of had an idea of where I wanted things to go and then fit them in afterwards. Seems to work. Uh, maybe I share my experience first. Please. At, yeah, actually, we need to decide uh, what the theme should the layout be. Uh, so two options for me, one is city, one is countryside. Mm-hmm. So if we choose the city one, then I will paste more track on it, maybe four or five. But once I decide to use the countryside, then only two tracks. So just just the double track, okay? Mm-hmm. Then I I can't run more train at the same time. Then it is it's not a very good idea for a, for a city guy <laughs> <laughs> because we we don't have enough space. Then you you pay so many scenic things on the layout. Seems it's not worth. But once I give up the track, then I do more layout things. So after that, then I paste the track on it. It it is very simple one because just two track, then no no crossing, no uh, the up and down things. Then it's much easier for me. Right, that makes sense. And and why I do the track first because I need to uh, paint the track with the uh, base. I paint it with brown. So if I paste the layout things on it, then I cannot paint it. So I need to do it first. Mm, okay. So after that, then I need to remove the 
painting on the track then to make the electricity work. So everything is done, then I start the layout thing. That makes sense. Yes. Interesting. Okay. So I was just looking at your um, your Instagram uh, again, and um, you know there are a few things on the main layout uh, that really stand out um, for me. Uh, you uh -huh. have a uh, you know a backdrop with you know mountains and sky that really helps tie the scene together. <laughs> um, that's one of the things that looking at my layout. That's definitely something that I wanted to tackle. Um, uh -huh. And then you have just the way that you have your your layout kind of laid out and planned out. It it really makes sense. It looks like a a real place. I don't know how to how to describe that. Um, it looks like it, you know someone actually planned it and. You know, looks like some place that could exist. I've seen some layouts that just they look like a, a toy, you know. Um, and yours looks very, very realistic. I think. Um, did you have uh, when you were doing your planning? Did you have things uh, purchased already that you were kind of going to lay in, or did you did you find things, let's say, online that you liked that you wanted to incorporate? And then you purchased them after you had the track. How how did that part of it go? Did you own the I items? Think I think no, I do all the sourcing before I start the layout. I think I spend a month to go around all the shops, uh, even some daily equipment shop, which is not modeling things. Then I try to find anything I can make it to be the layout. For example, the 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 field. Then I used the golf artificial grass. Very smart. And I try to search all the things, rather they look like the layout things, and then I start the things. And of course, so, I read I read many books of the Japanese railway. Then I try to find out which uh, which picture is impressing me. Then I try to put it into my layout. So, for example, I. I want a train to pass through the the field, so two sides of it is a field. And I love it to cross around the bridge with the rivers, then I try to build it. I see. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's it's very impressive and I'll I'll obviously post um your uh Instagram up so everyone can see it as well. They, <laughs> there's some really nice nice work in here. The level of detail, um is fantastic. You, you got everything set. Um, did you just just keep adding the level of detail and level of detail? Uh, and are you still adding details in now? Still adding. I think it's never done. <laughs> right. It's a continuous work. <laughs> right. And that's what I, I like about the, the hobby, especially when you know if you have a smaller size layout, there's so so much that you can do with it. Um, yeah, again, adding details and and smaller things to it. Um, like you said, it's, it can you, know, you can always keep adding. It's fantastic. Actually, I uh, didn't do ma many details on the building yet because, uh, as you know, if you're working on a big layout, then you have a lot of things to handle. Then if you build every building in details, then it takes a lot of time. So, so are you gonna go back? I saw you. No, I I will add it back one by one later. 
So I saw your blog that so you do many interior things. Yeah, I mm-hmm. do as well, but not every one. Just the eye-catching one. Right. Yeah, yeah. that makes sense. Because it, it takes it take so many times if the layout is big. Right. Well, I recently had a, an opportunity to visit some layouts here in the Bay Area, and uh-huh. um, you know, people have them set in basements or in separate kind of you know areas because space here is much different than it is there for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of these layouts they go on for a, a long, <laughs> a long way. And uh, uh, I think you know it goes back to do you. Do you like the trains and track, or do you like the, the structures and, and detail work? Because I think that if you're a train and track person, having a giant layout mm-hmm. with lots of track and lots of train running, it's a it's a more obtainable goal than if mm-hmm. you really like the, the building detail and the smaller details. Because if you're trying to do those smaller details on a giant layout, I just don't see it ever getting complete. I love but structure mode. Right. You're I think I love structure mode. Yes. But also I love the train. I I would like to add more details to the train as well. So I will do some interior things, the LED lighting, and some coloring mm-hmm. on it as well. But for track, seems is I don't love it very much. <laughs> <laughs> right. Really, really. It's just a tooth for me. Right. <laughs> I'm the same way. I, I'm more of a, a structure person, structure and details than, than the actual track, although I have to say that it is fun having the, the tram run by every once in a while. Yeah. So what are your, your next steps as far as um, the layout goes? Is just, you know, are you going to stick with your main layout and just continue detailing it to, you know, just keep going with it? Or do you have plans to do another layout that, you know, down the line, I don't know where it would live, but, um, you know, basically getting this layout complete and then starting another layout. I think I won't start any more layouts for now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I will do many display layouts and some modular layouts. Okay. Because uh, I don't have enough space for one more layout. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and the cost is a problem. So, for example, if I want to make a snow layout winter, then I need to mm-hmm. buy a lot of snowflake. But if I just do a modular layout with snowflake, then it it costs less. Mm-hmm. And I also right. can take photos in winter time and summer time, just mm. using less space. Mm-hmm. So, if you're asking my next step, then I think I will do more on the video. You do a lot of of video. That's another thing I'll, I'll put up is your your YouTube channel. Um, that was the other <laughs> the other part I was going to ask you about. Um, no, no, I'm just just learning on the video editing. I still have a lot want to put inside. So basically, featuring the work that you're doing in the videos. Do you watch it? Oh yes, <laughs> yeah. I watch them a lot. <laughs> oh really, Ben? Um, yeah, actually, uh, maybe maybe you don't know. Uh, I have a lighting system on top of the layout. Do you know it? Oh, I did not know that. Okay, so I I made it before the layout. So I have three different colors for the lighting. 
Ah. So one. Okay. Uh, so add up for switch off all of them. Then it's the light time. Then I have four periods for the layout. So I have the sunset. I have the daytime. I I have the morning time and the night time. Then I can nice. mix it up. Yeah, I'm trying to make it on the video soon. <laughs> yeah, I'd love to see that. So it's it's basically four four different light settings. Yes. Uh, do you do you know what are they LED lights or what kind of lights are they? Do you know? Uh, for the sunset one, I use a LED spotlight. Okay. Then it it can movable on top of the layout. Then I can have different view of the sunset. Sometimes it's on the left, sometimes on the right. So I just uh, put it on where I want. So I even see. if I taking videos, I can move the light instantly. Then it will have a sun sun rays or whatever I want. Huh. Very nice. It's interesting. Yeah, it was interesting. I think. Yeah, and that's that's something else that you know I'm looking at addressing. I I'm I go through layouts like yours, and I've been taking a lot of on things I want to add into mine, um, you know, one of which we've talked about, which is your your field area. I really I really want to get us like at least a little bit of that into my layout. But the other thing that I was thinking about is the lighting and how to address that. Um, so for the rest, I just use flowers in them. Just use white, okay. yellow, then blue, then three different color to combine. Then you can have different different combination. I think it's very very important for lighting. Right, it's true. Trust me. Yeah. <laughs> so is it, yeah. is it? Actually, my layout is not that great, but with the lighting, then you look great. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean that is true. That's the case with with anything, you know, with movies or you know photos. It's it, you know you have to have the proper lighting. Um, yeah. And so so is it, you can see all my photos have the same lighting. So mm -hmm. the colors is the same. Then you you don't have to turn up your ISO, then the photos will look great. Huh? Okay. Now and the spotlight is also very good. It can generate a shadow. So mm -hmm. if you have a river, then it will shining just like the gold. Then it's really really fantastic. Huh? Now is the light uh, is the light suspended from the ceiling or is it is it down low right over the layout? How what's the between the lighting and the, the layout? Uh, actually, before I enter this hobby, I'm uh, with Keeper. Do you know with Keeper? No. The Coral? Coral. I'm oh, oh, oh. Have a, a, reef, a Reef Keeper. Yes, Reef. Okay. So I I think I have 10 years for paying this to oh, keeping corals. Mm -hmm. So lighting is very important for them. So I have uh, the lighting system on top of the tank. So once I remove the tank, then I can use the same lighting. Oh, interesting. So that's why I have a space for the layout. It's because I removed the fish tank. Oh, so the, the area that the layout is currently in was a like a big tank full of, of, of this reef aquarium. material. That had, okay, like an aquarium. And so you just removed yeah. the tank, but you have the, the lighting. Very interesting. Yeah. But of course, I changed some of the light because the train don't need so many lighting. <laughs> Just right. different color is fine. Huh. Yeah, that makes sense to use different so color lighting as well. I have uh, I have uh, aluminum shelf on top of the layout, then it mounts onto the ceiling. 
Okay. I can take you some photos later. Yeah, that would be great. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Huh. Learn something new every day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, same uh, for me. <laughs> so um, I was just, again, I'm looking at your YouTube channel now, and I'm uh -huh. seeing some, uh, some snow uh, layout items. Is that, uh, uh -huh. I, I, I can't read this obviously, but is that part of a modular layout that you have going with snow? Or is that? Yes. yes. Okay. Yes. The snow one is made on me, made of me. Uh, this seems like a pretty substantial layout um, size-wise. Does the snow layout stay out all the time? Or do you bring that out to take photos and, and run trains and then put it back afterwards? Yes. Uh, second one. Okay. <laughs> There's, there's various elements on it, like um, the you know the bridge and the and the water. Is this a small loop, or is it just a, a back and forth? What's what's the layout um, style on that? Is oh, the train just okay. loop around, or because I have a group of friends, then we build up our own modular layout. So all the modular is just the straight the straight track. Then. I see. Uh, okay. Once we we date the time, then we have a gathering, then we bring out our board, then we put all together and just add the curve track on two sides, then it will form a circle. I see. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm seeing that yeah. now in the video. There's a, a connection spot. Um, yes. That's great. Okay. Yeah. So the train will pass through many different seasons in a straight line. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's, yeah. that's a good way to do it, and that way... Did you did you plan out who was doing what kind of season, or does everyone just work on what they they would like to to work? Yes, on? We, we have planning. We have planning. Okay. Because my main Great. one is summertime, then I try winter time. I know there's uh, there's somebody who wants to do I think four different countries. Uh, uh -huh. I don't know if he's planning on having them all be part of the of one layout, but I think his idea is. Uh, you know, Japan, the U.S., uh, a U.K. layout, and, and one other layout. Uh, and it, it seemed like a lot of work to me, but <laughs> I don't know how he's planning to, to have them all join up. Um, but doing doing this kind of modular setup with a group of people kind of mm -hmm. makes sense because you get to experiment with, with things that you might not get to experiment with on your main layout, which is great. Yeah, I think. And so. again, and what you mentioned about the cost as well, it allows for you know doing something on a smaller scale, but still you know having some fun with it. Yes, it just costs I think twenty bucks. Oh wow! Each modular. Yeah, that's that's great. Including the track already. <laughs> oh wow! Okay. Yeah, that's one thing I'm actually quite jealous of is you being able to, you know, go to a hobby shop and just purchase things right there at the hobby shop. I'm not so lucky. <laughs> um, I have to get all of my stuff online. <laughs> um, yeah, I also find many things online. That's great. So I'm, I'm still kind of blown away. You have spent a year on your, your main layout, or has it been less time on the main layout? I just work on it during the weekend time, just Saturday and Sunday. Mm -hmm. uh, I think ten months for working it. Wow, that's very including impressive. all the 
including all the electric things, the control, the LED, all the things. That's great. But two people, two manpower. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah, it's different. I guess that helps. <laughs> and so you have a you have a, a knowledge of of wiring and and you know all that as well. No, no, no. I oh. just learned it. Oh, okay. Keep asking people and watch it online. Mm-hmm. It's my so first time to to know how to wire LED. Yeah. And uh, I'm I'm trying to think of things that people might want to know um, just as far as the the wiring side of it. Um, mm-hmm. So you're running the wires obviously underneath. Uh, are are your buildings lit as well? Uh, on on your layout, do you have lights uh, running to all your buildings as well right now? Yes. Or are you playing? Okay. Yes. And so when you're planning the 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 overall layout, that was one of the things that you had to plan out as well, correct? Is the just the wiring and the lighting? Yes. Yeah, so I practiced it in the previous one. Okay. The small layout. layout. Yeah. Yeah. I try everything on a small one. Gotcha. Then I can I can know the correct step. Actually, many mistakes when you try it, <laughs> but once you know it, then you can make it better. Mm-hmm. Um, you mentioned that you liked uh, trains as a as a kid. Is that correct? When you were a child, yeah. Did you have a, a layout as a child, or did you just like them? No, no layout. I have a plastic train which run by battery, but you cannot control the speed and no lighting. Right. Yeah, just one track. You were you're kind of uh, wanting to get into the hobby. Uh, was that something that you? had for a long time and you just didn't know how to kind of get it going or is it a more recent um, a more recent like before I entered this hobby I did some uh, research so but I don't know the the scaling things I don't know what is engage what is actual gauge so I mm-hmm. even don't know how big is the train and I, I don't know the layout thing is so oh, I don't know it's so easy to make a layout. Mm. Yes, it's, it's easy. Just buy some some scenic things, and you can make it. Right. It looks very real. And after that, then I just walk around the hobby shop, and we find the price is acceptable. So we we started. And how many engines do you have? I'm, I was trying to count them up here on on the on the Instagram. Um, it seems like there's a you have a decent amount of engines. You you want to know it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if if you're willing to, to say. <laughs> you you only want to know the engines or all the trains. All, all the trains, or just approximately. It seems like there's there's probably like at least like twenty or so. No, more, more, <laughs> more, <laughs> more. Well, more. I think I think that's the that's the benefit of uh, you know having a smaller layout that you could. You know, exchange trains on is you know you're you're not putting the money into the layout itself. You can put that money into the trains, right? Yes, yes. So okay, I tell yeah, you the number. Actually, I know I know it. I have an Excel file. Oh, okay. oh. <laughs> yeah, ninety something. Wow, that's impressive. And um, are do you have them in uh, in like a box storage system? I've seen those where it's just like a foam, uh, a foam box that the train can lay in. Um, 
Uh, I, I have a bookshelf, book bookshelf for it. Oh, okay. Because okay. more yeah. of them is more of them is just the Japanese train. Then they have mm -hmm. uh, plastic files, and you can put it very tidy into a bookshelf. Right. I see now. Uh, there's a, a photo here of, of one of the shelves. It looks very tidy. <laughs> um, <laughs> it looks very neat. I, I like that that way of storing it. And then you can see the number and the the train name and everything right on the side of the spine. Yeah, yeah. Nice. So is that something that um, is is part of the hobby for you? Do you see a, a train and, and you're like, oh, i got to get that one? And, you know, is it kind of like a, is, is that one of your focuses as far as the hobby goes? Is Are you kind of a, a train collector or were there certain ones that you just wanted to own um, and you, you have them? Uh, because I read a lot of Japanese books, some... Mm -hmm monthly magazines, and I know many, many different kinds of trains, and sometimes I find, wow, this one is colorful, and this one is so beautiful, then I will try to search whether it has a, it's a model or, or not, then I will try mm -hmm. to buy it. And actually, and, most uh, of them is, is second-hand. Okay, so so used trains from yes. some, from other people? Okay. And do you... Uh, from, uh, the Jap from the Japanese market. Okay. Do you, uh, you know, there's some uh, some manufacturers that have, you know, pretty much like blank trains that you, you paint yourself. Have you ever done anything like that? Never no. tried it? No. Okay. Because my painting is is not good. <laughs> <laughs> so you're more of a, a detail uh, person, not, not so uh, focused on the painting aspect. Yes, but I made some decal for the train. You know it, mm -hmm. uh, because sometimes uh, it has some special decal on the train. Then I try to make it in the computers and find someone to print it out. Then I will stick on the train. Oh, okay. Yes, because I'm an and IT guy, so I I know Illustrator. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, so I can make anything in a computer. I gotcha. So, yeah, uh, adding detail to trains through through decals and whatnot. Interesting. Okay. Just wanted to make it so, special. <laughs> right. Well, that's part of it is, you know, taking something and, and you know, changing it to make it more of a, a personal thing. That's a, another big part of the hobby, I think. Yeah. As far as uh, what we tend to call kit bashing, which is basically taking, you know, two different things and making something new out of it. Um, have you given any thought to doing that? with any of the buildings on your layout or are you happy with you know the, the building as it is and just adding details to that building in the main layout i just adding details okay but uh i'm trying to make it by myself uh now <laughs> oh, okay uh, make, yeah. make the building yourself yes okay are you using um like a styrene uh, like a plastic sheet to do that Yes. What material? Uh, I have an uh, electric porter. It can cut out the plastic into a special shape. Oh, okay. So I think I can draw out the buildings, and it will do all the things for me. Oh, interesting. But so I was still trying. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so is it like a, a plastic cutter that is connected to uh, the computer? Yes, it's just like a printer, but it will actually it's used for cutting paper but it oh. can cut off the 
the thin plastic one. So I make use of it. Interesting. Okay. Well, that's kind of that's kind of. This is a this is a very powerful tool for those paper models. So you can cut out the paper models within a minute. Huh? Have you have you given thought to um, to doing uh, you know like a a, a cardstock uh, building instead of plastic, or do you prefer prefer the plastic? I prefer the plastic because the paper one won't last won't last very long because of the mm-hmm. wet weather. Oh, right. That makes sense. But actually, I have I some small things made up of paper inside the layout. Just small things, but not the building. Right. Yeah, I've been playing around with those small um, the Senke, uh, Senke kits. I think it's Senke. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, for smaller details, but I haven't done any of the buildings. I, I don't have that kind of patience. <laughs> yeah, um, it, it takes a lot of time. Mm-hmm. And you know that is one of the conversations that I know on on model rail radio they have from time to time is you know plastic kits over paper kits and it really I think does depend on the the weather you know where you are you know if you're in a, yeah. in a drier climate it makes mm-hmm. makes more sense I think so yeah that is something that you'd have to take into consideration how many how many modules do you have how many uh, the smaller module modules do you have I know there's the snow one what do we talked about. Oh, just two. Two of them is just snow. Both are snow. Oh, both are snow. Okay. Yes. And um, actually, one or, one of them is a fo- floating ice. Oh right, yeah, I saw know that. The floating ice over the, yeah. the bridge over the top. That's a nice one. Yes. Yes. And the what other just. Yeah. I'm sorry. What did you use to do the ice? What uh, do you think? What can you can guess it? <laughs> It looks like um, like a styrofoam, maybe like a cut. Yes, thing. it is. But I okay, need to yeah. add some slow flick. Yeah, that's a that's a very clever use of that. Because it's just it's that little detail. Did you uh, did you did you um, kind of scrape the foam as well, or or is that just the the snowflake I see on top? Just use the snowflake. That's great. So it's a you know like a foam sheet that you cut into into ice bricks. And that's floating on the yeah. water. That's very nice. But, it, but you need to find more real, real photos to make it look natural. <laughs> right. A lot of your work seems like it. it you have a lot of, of research behind it. Um, do you spend a lot of time researching before you, you do your, your work? Like photo research? Yes, I think it's, very, it's really important. Mm-hmm. And do you, um, you said that you had a... Excel sheet with your train trains listed in them. Do you use that for organizing everything? So do you do you have folders full of of reference photos, let's say, or or any of that? Yeah, sure. Actually, the the Excel sheet is for me to uh, to know the model numbers of each of them. Then I can buy some parts easily by that house. Ah, I see. Do you understand me? And mm-hmm. I, I need to know how, how many cars of that train, and did I add the interior lights or not, then I will, I will mark it down. Then I will know uh, how many trains got the lighting and how many not. I see. That makes sense. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a matter of, of, you know, knowing what you have, and, and if you're buying, you know, making a purchase or whatever, you know exactly how many things to get. Yeah. Now, 
because sometimes I, I just got the basic set and I need to buy the add-on and I don't know the model number, then I need that file. Right. Yeah. As far as your, your detailing, are you, um, are you focused on detailing the trains or the, or the layout itself, or do you kind of go back and forth based on, on what you're interested in doing at that time? Actually, I work more on the train details. Okay. The most attractive uh, part of the modern trains is the interior light. I love it mm -hmm. so much. Once you add it, then I think it's, it's not a toy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right, right. Then it, it makes more beautiful, and it's just like an electronic thing. Then it is an mm -hmm. adult toy, not a child. Right, and you're adding people then, as well, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. And also some, I print out the the wall, the some some detailed things, the interior design into into some of the train, especially the sleeping car. Mm -hmm. So I I add some door, some bed onto it, just based on the real one. It makes a huge difference. I know, um, you know, when I was doing a little shelf layout, I had a, a tram that I purchased, and I was weathering the outside and and kind of going through, and I kept looking at it, and I was like, there's just something not not 100% about this yet. Mm -hmm. And it was mm -hmm. really, it was just the people inside, you know. It's like there's <laughs> it's this empty car. <laughs> um, yeah. And, you know, just adding the people is one thing, and, and lighting for me has is, is always been kind of something I want to do. Um, so I'll, I'll be doing that as well. But it really does add a whole lot of lighting and the, and the figures inside of both the, the trains themselves and the buildings make mm -hmm. them look lived in. So I, I always have a goal in my mind is I need to light up everything, all the buildings, so, all the trains. I, I want to light well, up them with LED. Okay, so that's like your, 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 major, um, your major focus is lighting. Yes. So I did a lot of study on the LED things, especially those SMD. It's very, very small. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's very hard for me to wire them. And so you've just been doing, you know, uh, research to just kind of figure out how to do it. Yes. You have a lot of, lot of failure. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what it's about. You learn from your, your mistakes. Yes, but you need to pay for it. Right. <laughs> your well, time, your part. money. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I've heard stories about people just, you know, blowing out whole kits, and it's like, okay, well, <laughs> I have to do that again and, and try not to do it next time. <laughs> um, yeah, the lighting really makes a, a huge difference, and, you know, the shots, like, you know, the seeing how, you know, talking to you now and, and hearing about the, the different lighting effects that you have, the the different times of day and the, the way that you can control yeah. your lighting, that's a, a you know very apparent. Again, people will be able to see it when they, they look at your, your setup because, you know, when you turn those lights down and those trains go by with the lights, you know, inside them, it really is a, a really nice look. Try it. Then you will feel very impressive. It just right. causes <laughs> adding lighting on your layout, but it's really great. Yeah, I noticed that on my you know, my little shelf. I'm just using a, a battery light kit. I can't remember who, who makes it. It's another manufacturer in, in Asia that makes it. And it just has a, a small battery pack with some LED lights that lead off of it with wires. And I took that and, and lit 
the buildings on my layout. And mm -hmm. I also use one of them to, um, to light with a, uh, a, a filament, um, a filament wire. So the, the filament wire connects to the LED, and you can run that through and get smaller points of light. And mm -hmm. it, was, it was a huge difference. Um, lighting is, is really uh, a, major, a major thing for me, and I really have to overcome my fear <laughs> and, and get into learning it because, it, you know, again, it's, it's a, it really does make the scene. You're right. Without the lights, it's just it's not as alive looking. And so, yeah, I have to get in there and, and uh, learn about lighting myself. I think the lighting will get you into the next level. Because most mm -hmm. of the hobbyists just buy all the things and just put it all together. Right. So, but if you're adding lightings, then you have some custom work. Then mm -hmm. it's an extra value. Yeah, especially you know, if if anything, I need to to get the the overall layout lighting set up because that and a and a good background um, really help when you're you know taking photos. I, I was using outside light when I had my. A smaller, it's almost like a large shelf layout. I would just take that outside and, and shoot it in the natural light, and it really made a huge difference. Yeah, that I don't have the light. Work. Yeah, it's it's great, but you know you can't take your whole layout outside to <laughs> to shoot it. Yes, that's true. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so yeah, I think uh, I like your idea of the, the different color lights as well. That makes sense. This is as far as light theory goes. You know, you you do have different color lights based on the position of the sun and you know the weather conditions and everything else. So that's a, that's yeah. a good uh, detail. The only weather I cannot simulate is raining. <laughs> <laughs> well, we actually have uh, in, the, in the model rail um, radio group, there was someone who did a small layout. And um, we call him the professor. He lives in Australia. And mm -hmm. uh, his layout, I think, is... Uh, uh, Brooklyn 3 a.m. I think they call it, and it has a very wet look, like a like a rain just went through, and it's uh -huh. a, it's a very nice thing. But again, it goes back to what you were saying. If you have a smaller uh, smaller layout section, it allows you to do mm -hmm. things like snow and and rain. Whereas if you had yeah. a, a larger layout, it's it's a little harder to do. Yeah, but he was able sure. to to get a nice wet street look and. Everything looks wet and shiny, like right after a rain. It's a very nice, um, very nice looking set. I think I will this try. Thing, yeah, you're going to do an, uh, like a, a modular after rain yeah. look. Yes. Yeah, it's a very nice look. I don't. Um, I'll send you a a link. Um, they get that. You know, again, it's it's playing around with with getting that look and having it look realistic based on reference photos. Um, mm -hmm. You know the the snow layout that you did, the snow module. Is one of the things I like about it is it it's not just you know a module with a bunch of white stuff dumped on it. <laughs> it looks like you actually <laughs> spent time getting the snow looking like it actually fell and and you know, there's a, a light drift that kind of covered things. It wasn't just you had a modular layout and you just dumped white flakes on top. Taking the time to to put the details on and 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 set them up properly based on reference photos is something that separates kind of a pro hobbyist from a, just a, someone who likes toy trains, I think. It's hard when you, know, you don't have a whole lot of time. I find myself kind of rushing through 
to get things completed, but then after talking to my wife, she's like, well, what are you going to do if you complete it? You know? <laughs> so you might as well take your time and, and work on it and really focus on you know, details and, and things like that because you know, it's your hobby. That's what you enjoy doing, and, and there's no need to. You're not finishing it for anything. So, like you said, you know, going back in and adding details is you know, you can go on forever doing that. And that's part of the fun yeah. for me. Well, thank you for your time today. This has been, been great. <laughs> I'll see about seeing if we can get it out for for people to to listen to because I think you have. Yeah, uh, thank you. It's nice hearing. You know, we're always talking about. You know the United States and, and modeling in the United States, but it's interesting to to hear a different perspective. So thank you for your time on that. And You're welcome. And I'm looking forward to uh, to more updates in the future. Yeah, sure, no problem. <laughs>